Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. So excited to have you here today. My name is Gabe and I am your host. And before we dive into our slow series, which I've had so much fun recording, and I hope that you've had fun listening to, I want to invite you to a special live workshop that I am hosting tomorrow. It is free. And so I want you to come hang out with me. But here's the thing. I've been doing the goals and coaching thing for a while now, and I can't tell you how many times I hear statements like these. Sometimes I bite off more than I can chew. Deciding on a goal is easy. It's sticking with it once the novelty wears off. The problem is dealing with distractions from other people or things happening in my life. I easily find excuses to slack off and not push myself. Can you relate to any of these? But how can you stick with your goals, especially without sacrificing everything and everyone in the process? Starting with this unhurry, right? Our goal is to not be hurrying right now. Well, it just so happens that there's a simple answer. When I first took my dreams off the shelf and dusted them off and created a plan to achieve one, I had little kids and had no time, but I knew in my heart that they were watching me and they needed to see me win because I feel like I'm their best example. So that's when I decided to pursue my goal of qualifying for the elite Boston marathon and the method I crafted to be able to take the necessary action amidst my other responsibilities, which were too many at the time, helped me to hit the finish line of my goal, but also stay present in my everyday life. Honestly, my whole business is built on asking the question, how can I blink simply? Whether I want to achieve a new goal or just finish a home project, I can always rely on the Red Hot formula to help me out. You can get away with not doing a lot of things, but creating a game plan for your goals is not one of them. If you are more than ready to finally take that desire that's inside your heart that's been stirring there for a while from conception to the finish line, then this free workshop is for you. Tomorrow, I will be teaching you the three pillars to setting and crushing your goals in a stressless, no hustle kind of way. And here's what you need to know. It goes for about 60 minutes and I'll be opening the doors to finish line goals at the end. So be sure to block out enough time. I don't want you to miss a thing. And here's what we'll be covering. First, we'll talk about the clarity you need to make your dream real to you without worrying about how it will all come together. Next, we'll talk about how to craft a simplified game plan that gets results in the season of life you're in. Third, we'll talk about the secret sauce to taking action that works, even if you have limited time to make things happen. And we will also cover the number one mistake people make when goal setting that causes them to quit too soon. And also, if you can't make it, 
sign up anyway, and I will send you the replay. I'm really excited about this workshop. It is a revamped workshop to one that I used to do new things updated, ready to go for you. And I'm excited to host it 11 a.m. Mountain time tomorrow, which is Friday, November 17th. So I will leave a link in the show notes for you to make it easy peasy. So go register. It is free to sign up. And if you can't make it at 11 a.m. Mountain time, still sign up because I will send you the replay. All right, let's dive into the next episode of our slow series. If you're following along, I'm reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And I encourage you to pick up a copy and read along with me if you haven't yet. There is still time to do so. So far, we've talked about the fact that hurry is the enemy to spiritual growth. We've also talked about where our time is going and the symptoms of hurry sickness. We've covered the fact that more time isn't actually the answer, and we've dove into the secret to a lighter life. The last two weeks, I've felt a slowdown. I'm not really exactly sure why or how it came together, but it's like I'm finding points in my day where I'm actually bored or I don't know what to do with myself. And I feel like I should be working because before, if I wasn't driving kids places, I was working. I'm what you'd call maybe a workaholic or a recovering workaholic. I really like what I do and I could do it all day long, but I know that's not really healthy. As I reflect on the slower few weeks that I've had, I'm looking at my client work and seeing that it may have slowed down a few hours, but it's not really slowed down all that much. I'm still spending a good chunk of my week working on my podcast and coaching and writing. That hasn't really changed. What changed was that my oldest son is driving himself to and from gymnastics practice every day and to his college classes at the local community college and to his homeschool community class once a week, and I'm not doing any of it. It literally frees me up about three hours a day, but I didn't realize just how freeing it would be. On top of that, I don't have a car during the day, so I am literally stuck at home. We decided to forgo getting a third vehicle because of costs and insurance, and I didn't really feel like we needed it. Because I work from home, I figured, why don't we just try using two vehicles? Less maintenance, right? So now I have to be mindful of when I make appointments or when I add anything to my schedule. I think it's literally slowed me down, which is a good thing, and I needed it. Now, we'll see how this new schedule goes, but I've been able to actually cook dinner and not feel rushed. I cleaned out my fridge the other day, which I haven't done in a long time. I'm reading fun books in the afternoon, which I don't normally do. I'm present in the evening to listen to my kids talking about their day, and we're just being together. It was needed. It was time. I am embracing being present. I'm embracing each day as a gift. So yeah, that's like where I'm at right now. I wonder how things are going for you. Are you slowing down even a little? Are you being mindful of your day? Is your schedule aligned with your values? Have you taken time to assess that? Do you make room for the unexpected? You know, someone's stranded on the side of the road and you take time to help them. Maybe an elderly person needing help with her groceries at the store. Maybe a friend calling with bad news who needs a listening ear and a time to vent with you. This is something I'm feeling a tug to do to have down moments for these situations, to not feel like I'm in a rush and that I can't stop and see people. Having wiggle room in my day to think about what I could do for someone, getting to know my neighbors better, asking what needs they have, dropping off some cookies at the fire department next to us to thank them for their service, sending a card in the snail mail to a friend just because, things like that. 
So essentially this week, I just want to challenge you to look at your schedule and see if it is aligned with your values. Does everything on there need to be there? Is there anything missing that should be there? Take a little time to pray and journal and think about how you can align your schedule to fit the values you have. For me, family is everything. I wanted to know that I had time set aside to enjoy them. My schedule isn't perfect yet, but I'm getting there. We're always a work in progress, right? So now next week, we're going to dive into the first of four practices that John Mark Comer shares for the unhurried life. I didn't plan to go into December with the podcast because usually I take a little bit of a break, but this slow series is so important. So we're going to finish it out together. I really hope it's helping you to reflect on your own life and to see if there's anything you need to do to slow down, to stop being in a hurry. I want that for you so much. I especially want that for you because I'm seeing what doing it in my own life is doing for me. I am finding more peace and joy in my day rather than answering my husband with busy or too much to do or still working when he comes home and asks how my day was. I'm answering with, it was good. I feel like I had some extra time and I'm not sure why. I mean, that's a huge progress step in itself. I would say it is progress to the way I was living just a couple months ago. I hope you're starting to feel that too. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for helping us to start really deciding what is on our schedule. Does it align with our values? What can we take off? What do we need to add in? Thank you so much for giving us that opportunity to really reflect on that. And I pray that you will help us search our hearts. You will help us search our schedules and really define what it should look like for the season of life we're in. Help us to see where we can make some tweaks or where we can have some downtime so we can really start focusing on others and what we can do to help them as well. Lord, I thank you that you have been pushing us to stop doing it the world's way, to stop being in such a hurry so that we can see you, so that we can see others, and so that we can grow more and more and apprentice with Jesus. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. In all things I pray, friend, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.